Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Turning Red. My name is Shabazz and I am joined by my other cuddly pandas, Daniel and Anthony. Daniel, how are you doing today? I am doing great. How about you? Good. You know, another day and we are, we're post-Batman now. We are post-Batman. The world is post-Batman We're post-Panda uh, and post-Batman right now. The world. The world is. Well, the world is not post-Panda yet. Not yet. They will be soon. They will be very soon. This I Friday. Think, I think the world will change, though, after the panda. I think so. And we have Anthony. Anthony, how are you doing today? I don't know if I'd call you a cuddly panda, though. You're more yeah, like it a would be vicious that panda one. that just takes you and eats you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the vicious panda. He's not vicious. on a bamboo diet. He's no. on a Shabazz and Daniel diet. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a nice day today. It's like uh, it really is. warm. It is nice and warm today. It is. Because, really you know, we're the, the world knew that we were going to be reviewing this movie. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, let's give them some good weather. Let's give them some good vibes. Let's give them good you know? vibes. Now, I'm just curious, like, because you call this pandas. I did. Do you think that we would all turn into pandas if we got too excited? Is that who we would turn into? Uh, isn't that isn't that technically what the the curse is? The, that's the curse. But what would the curse be for us, though? I think oh, you would turn into like a spider. You would turn into no man. No, no, that's not true. Into, yes, we all turn into thing I hate <laughs> no, the most. Would turn into like if like, I if I turn into thing I hate the most, I turn into myself. I just turn back me. into myself yeah. or to you. Yeah. Anthony, what would you turn into? I don't know. Something like... You turn into like a slug. <laughs> Why a slug? I would turn into like... like a centipede. No. no. What would you turn into then? I'm not turning into an insect. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Sorry, man. What would you turn into? I don't a know. jaguar? What do, what do you want me to turn into? What do you... Like, What's when an you Italian me, animal? A puma? When you see me, what do you think? You'd turn into the Italian stallion. You'd be a horse. <laughs> yeah. But like with like one gimp leg. Why am I? Why do I have to be like a special horse? No, no, you're a, 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 technically you're not special horse. Yeah, I'm special. I have like a, a uniqueness to me. I guess if you want to, yeah, you want to say it like that. Yeah, I'm vengeance. That's what all I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm Batman. Into I turn into Batman. Wow. Okay, you turn into the bat. Uh, How about you, Shay? Who, who would you turn into? I turn into a snake. You turn into a snake, like, like eh? a cobra. Interesting. Because I, I hate snakes. Interesting. With the fear, oh. but I would turn into a cobra and bite your ankles. I can't wait okay. for you to enter your car one day. Oh, I enter my car all the time. Well, one day there will be a snake there. That, you know, that's my one of my biggest fears is toilet snakes. Even though I've never had it, right? But toilet snakes is a big fear of mine. I <laughs> toilet yeah. spiders are a little bit more common, so yeah. I want you to be aware of that. I mean, yeah, because I always like flush a toilet because you never know if they're just hanging on the the corners. So of do the, you flush toilet before you start? The sometimes, business? yeah. Like, but I definitely like do. Okay, I do inspect the bowl before I do my business, uh, because like I've seen videos where yep. it's like people are in the washroom and they flush and like a giant spider falls yep. down. Uh, this might be TMI, but like my grandma used to tell me growing up, like if I spend too much time in the washroom, yep. snakes would come and yes, like all the time. get me out of there. So I would, I would. Wait, I would they like? Would they just politely ask you to move off the toilet? Yeah. get out of here, you. <laughs> <laughs> We're busy. <laughs> hey, with your pipes. Yeah. So, yeah, just. This is, you know, that was yeah, a Portuguese I, legend, I, apparently. Uh, I have no spiders or snakes coming out of my toilet. No. Yeah, clean, clean, pipes, <laughs> clean pipes. Clean pipes. Clean pipes at the, uh, at the Anthony house. Yeah. Very, very clean. That's good. Well, I'm glad. I, I've never heard of spiders in a toilet bowl. Oh, well, let's pray you they never are, get them. They then. are, like, slightly more common. And when I say com- more common, like, 0.1% more common. Yeah. And I, I mean, that, and that's why, like, I never want to live in Australia. I mean, I yes. just feel like leaving your house is a big risk there. Yeah. You're like you leave your house and like uh like uh what are the the flying dinosaurs called? Pterodactyl? Pterodactyls oh. just come and take you away there. <laughs> it's, like, it's, not, it's not like leaving. Your like, house. Hey, this is a great day. Ah! 
I would say done. sleeping, just sleeping there. Yeah, because you don't know what's crawling on you at the. I've had, I've woken up like when I when I you know have been to other countries. I've woken up with a lizard on me. Yeah, yeah, fine. That, that was fine. Yeah, tell that, that but do you, that, do you that's want that's the story? But do you, but do you want to live in a place where that's possible? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I remember I went to the washroom and I've shown you guys the picture where? before right in uh, no in Dominican Republic oh. when I was there, and there was like the biggest spider on the wall that literally looked like you would eat a small child, and I literally so was in the wash. I was mid pee when I saw it, and I was just looking. I'm like, if this is how I die, this is how I die. You know, I died as I lived. <laughs> of course. P-E. All the time, peeing, peeing all the time. You, damn, you're a peer. Yeah. Uh, what about you? How you die? Wait, what? What, is this? <laughs> wait, 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 what, what is, do you think the question was? By the what way, what is this episode <laughs> about? This is not a kids show. This yeah, is a kids episode. This is right? a kids episode. Yeah, we would die by pandas. Yeah. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every Monday, except this Monday is a little bit different. This Monday is this episode. You're listening right to this right now. You're, you're like, you're like, whoa! It's Monday, but I'm listening on a Tuesday. It's because you're wrong. It's actually Monday. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> and watch out throughout the week because we have review episodes that drop all the time on all the latest movies and series. Recently, we just had a review drop for Winning Time, the Lakers Dynasty on HBO. These two, Turning Red and that show, don't pair well together. So I don't recommend watching them back to back. I mean, you do what you got to do. Well, you right? do what you got to do. If you're in that kind of mood, send the kids to bed and watch oh yeah oh yeah rating wise very different yes very very different yes and make sure to follow us when the kids are asleep at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox don't forget to leave us a review on apple Podcasts and join our discord as well write into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca and check out our show notes for all those links and more daniel do we have announcements i think we got a little bit of announcements to share ring 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 ring. the announcements king is here i don't know why i turned into hello dr seuss all of a sudden um yeah i mean Listen, we have, like Shay mentioned, we have a great review out for HBO's Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. But just before that, we did drop a review, a spoiler-free review, for a little movie called The Batman. Indie film. Indie film, very small. Uh, Please go check out that review because you hear our, you know, fresh off watching it for the first time thoughts. Now, you may be wondering, yeah, spoiler-free is great, but I've already seen The Batman, Mm. and I want to hear more about what you thought about this and that mm. and all and everything in between well guess what we will be having a spoiler review out or spoiler cast not really review just a spoiler discussion on everything that happened in the batman coming out later this week which day well we're not too sure yet but it will be happening this week could be tomorrow could be the next day but for sure make sure you're following us on the movie podcast feed wherever you listen to us um so you could catch that spoiler cast because you will not want to miss it we've seen the movie a few times since our original review so you'll get a lot more of our thoughts a lot more of our insights a lot more of our feelings now that this movie has been living with us for a little bit longer and i think it's safe to say spoiler alert that we love it even more since the first time we watched it so uh you won't want to miss that later this week we will have some special guests joining us on the show from this very movie we're talking about today so to find out who those are Make sure you're following us again. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on the movie podcast feed. We will not let you know who the special guests are, but we will let you know they're from this film. So Amazing. tune in for that. Amazing. Yeah, I just want, I don't want to give it all away. No. You know, you got to save a little something. Save a little something. You know what I mean? Don't give the cow away for free. Them. You know? I'm going to say it. Right don't now. say it. Man. Don't say it. say it. Don't I'm do it. I'm going to literally send a spider and a snake. And a horse. <laughs> and a horse. <laughs> a spider, horse? snake, and horse walk into no, Anthony's house. This is going to be like a stallion. 
Yeah. It would be a horse with like snakes for legs. Or a snake for Wait, a tongue. Yeah. Awful. And eight eight legs because eight it's a horse. Eight oh. legged horse. It would have been better if the, the horse had a tongue that's a snake. That's what I just said. Oh. So Did you say a, that? A snake for a tongue. Is that how Anthony dies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the How Do You Die podcast. Yeah. My lord. <laughs> well, the movie we're talking again today is called Turning Red. This is a new Disney Pixar film coming straight to Disney+. Plus. So everybody can go ahead and check it out on March 11th. And this is directed by Domi Shi, starring Rosalie Chang, Sandra Oh, Ava Morse, Maitri Ramakrishnan, Han Park. So, Anthony, what is Turning Red all about? Meili is a 13-year-old girl who is torn between being her mother's obedient daughter and the chaos of her youth. As if that weren't enough, when she gets too excited, she turns into a big red panda. As we all do. Happens to us all the time. It's, uh, it's or me, a gimpy horse. Gimpy horse. <laughs> gimpy. Yeah, just, donkey. I'm just a donkey. You're just a donkey. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. pretty close, I'd yeah. say. I think a lot of people would call you an ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Daniel, yeah. What are the, give us your first reactions. Uh, listen, this is a film that we've been waiting so long for. Uh, since we saw Domi's work with Bao a few years ago, which she won an Oscar for, um, we I think we kind of just fell in love with like her art style. And yes, it's, it's, it looks like a Pixar movie, but there's so much to this film that's inspired by just other animation styles. And I think that shines through in this movie. Um, and I think what I loved so much about this movie, other like... Well, I'll get to like the mother-daughter dynamic and everything else. The fact that this movie is just so open about taking place in Toronto. You know, like we've seen Pixar films take place in so many other iconic locations. If you think of Soul, where it takes place, uh, you know, in New York City. And we have uh, Inside Out, which is San Francisco. And we've had a lot of other uh, movies or Luca, like taking place in Italy. Like we've seen a lot of other locations and movies. We don't get to see Toronto in films a lot. No. Or we do, but it's never Toronto playing itself. Um, we had we got so excited when we were talking with Mike Rianda, who's the director of Mitchell's versus Machines, that they had that little cutaway gag um like oh with the wi-fi going out in toronto and that look how people are reacting and stuff right mm-hmm. and having a whole movie take place in toronto and seeing streets that you recognize seeing stores and the cn tower and the sky dome and like seeing these like daisy mart like you don't realize how much that does for a movie just to feel like you're represented and you're right. being shown off and uh it just it just does something and you, you feel the magic of like wow like these this story is like yes it's not central to toronto it's like you're not going to relate to this movie more because it's in toronto but being from toronto having our show you know based out of toronto and 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 seeing that it's cool like it's like you you kind of wear like especially canadians we're i think we're very proud about canada and you know we like to rep where we come from and it's like cool seeing that i, I think daniel wants a animated mo- show that's focused on toronto 100 percent, 100 percent. i want i just want to see uh, like uh like give me a, a marvel movie that like this the hero's canadian and it takes place in somewhere in canada you know what i mean like yeah it like it just it's just cool seeing canada playing itself it's mm-hmm. cool seeing toronto play itself and especially because this is an animation you know all the more work was put into that because they had to design all of that mm-hmm. right and i think domi being from here as well too um like she brought that like that authenticness to it. Uh, now let's look at the main characters of the film. We have uh, May, who is just fantastic. She's so likable and confident in herself, and then and who she is with her friends, but struggles with you know wh- with her home life in the sense of she's always seen as like perfect little May May, as she says, right? Mm-hmm. And it's cool having that because I think us as kids we had that divide between who we were with our family at home. 
and then who we wanted to be with our friends, right? Mm. And I think I related to that a lot. I related to, you know, not necessarily having the double life, but having that, like, this is, I'm more, like, outgoing and, like, not myself, but at home I'm more reserved, mm. right? So I, I really appreciated that, and I love the dynamic between her and her mom and, you know, the relationship she had her dad, and I just I just really love this film, and I think it just, it pulled all my heart my heartstrings, and I, and I honestly think when I look at, Pixar as a whole, this movie definitely stands out art style more so than I think that what we've seen before. And I think it really is. And I said in, in our social reactions that this is one of my favorite Pixar films. It's, I think I honestly think this is one of Pixar's best films in the sense that it's so true to itself. It's true to the story that it's telling about this girl growing up and trying to find out who she is and then having that Pixar twist of, but she's also turns into a panda. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I, I totally agree. Really loved it. Really loved it. Anything about yourself? Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, did the story connect with me on like a philosophical level that normally like a Pixar film usually does? Make you question your own reality? Yeah. Exactly. No. But, <laughs> but sorry, I, th I thought that I was that no was going to yeah, be immediately yeah, followed up yeah, on. Like, eh, no, no. But it's 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 a great. I think Pixar is going a different route with a lot of the movies that has they've been re recently coming out. I think they're more focused on more grounded in a sense, still involving like creatures because you know this is very similar to Luca, where it's a coming of age for uh, in Luca's story it was a boy, and for 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 um, turning red it was was a young woman. Or a girl, so yeah, I think they're they're really trying to connect with their audience um, that they're de they're making these films for. Um, so I think I think that was fantastic. I love the idea of it taking place in Toronto because Toronto doesn't really get to be shown. No, not at all. A lot of places Ever. usually like a lot of movies are made in Toronto, but it's yeah. always New York, and, Chicago, and culturally we are very multicultural. So yeah. seeing that and seeing may live in this world it did bring me back to that time of growing up in the 2000s and seeing sky dome and seeing the cn tower and going down queen street and just living that life um but yeah i i really liked it i think the mother-daughter relationship is going to connect with a lot of parents and a lot of young women who are going to be watching this um i really like the idea of her character turning into a red panda when she can't control her emotions and just going from there and like living this life. But then little entrepreneur, she turns that idea into like a money-making thing. She starts yeah. hustling the panda. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a really, Toronto really... idea. Is it a Toronto idea? <laughs> yeah. I feel, like, I feel like in Toronto that we try, we try, especially in Toronto, we try very hard to, you know, it, it's already hard to be recognized in Toronto as it is. Like we're always, you know, not seen a lot. Yeah. So whatever we can do in Toronto is we try to make sure we hustle the best way that we can to make our talents and whatever we do here shine as bright as we can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought the, like going back to the mother daughter and just that culture. And I think a culture of, of coming from immigrant parents is, you know, they want you to be the best because they don't want you to end up like how they grew up and how they had to struggle. Yeah. So it's always like, you have to be number one in school. Yeah. You have to have good grades. They want everything for you that they didn't have for themselves. And right. you see that a lot in like Asian cultures because it's very like you need to play the piano. You need to do this. You need to be a doctor. You need to be a lawyer. And you yeah. have to be like an astronaut. And you have to be all, all at once. All of those things yeah, at once. And yeah. it's, just, it's just like this, this movie captures um, or realizes that accepting failure is, is okay. Like that's, that's how we grow. And it's not always have to be perfect. And you see the struggles of and growing up 
in a multicultural school and, and learning about different cultures, I saw like the stress that a lot of kids went through um, and my friends would, would go through because of their parents um, in which they were coming from a different the background, a different background. No, just a different idea of where or how they should be brought up. Right. Like nowadays you just want your kids to like be safe and do whatever makes yeah. them happy. But you know, our parents and their parents, they always wanted you to be the most successful thing in the world. Yeah. So they do a really good job of capturing that. Um, other than that, like, I think, I think it was a fantastic film. I think the biggest thing is it's really focused on, you know, the coming of age of a young woman and just dealing with her parents. And I think parents are going to enjoy that too, because they're going to see both those worlds that, you know, I want my kid to be successful, but is it, how's my kid actually? Is it their success or is it my success that I want? Exactly. And that's, I think a lot of parents and especially young women, because it is focused a lot on being a young woman. Yeah it's going to stand out to them and i think um they'll enjoy it i think my niece will love this film will will this movie connect with everyone not everyone no but i think a lot of people will love love the the story yeah no i, I think you guys brought up a lot of great points here and i think one of the things that kind of said to me something daniel that you brought up was you know growing up especially in an immigrant household um i i, I wasn't myself when i was at home i was very you know reclusive just like very Yes, mom, whatever you need, like just a good kid at home. Yeah. And I related to May so much because of that, because when I was with my friends is when I felt most at peace, most calm and and most like myself. And that's that really, really connected with me. And my mom, you know, I, I love her to death. Whenever she, you know, come out to places with me, sometimes it would be embarrassing. Like it is for a lot of kids. Like they, the way that my mom would try to, I guess, interact with my friends. Yeah. I'm like, mom, stop. Like, like this is no, don't do this. Did she cut? Did she ever like chaperone school trips and stuff? Uh, she did once. Yeah. Yeah, she did once. And I went to a primarily like white school like mm-hmm. i was the only i was one of the few out of like four kids who was not white really yeah so it was uh it was always interesting because people would always kind of look at you a little bit differently yeah. so there was there was a lot your of, mom's not white yeah like, what <laughs> how do you say her name and i'm like oh jesus like don't even try and it's not even a complicated name but it was it just it just made me laugh that how much i related to that seeing you know the obsession with boy bands i wasn't obsessed with boy bands but i loved that music growing up yeah. as a kid, you know, I loved NSYNC. You, I, I, I loved, NSYNC. I was a Backstreet Boys yeah. kid growing up, definitely became more NSYNC. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is that there's so much about this film that you can kind of relate to, especially feeling, I think, at peace with your friends when you go to school. Yeah. Because we used to love going to school as kids. That's, I, I think as an adult, I don't miss like the pressures of school. I just mm-hmm. miss, the thing I miss most about like elementary school or high school is just, that we didn't have that responsibility. Yeah. And I don't think we n- knew so much in that time. Like we were naive yeah. to the world, right? Like we didn't, like we knew that there was bad stuff in the world, right. but like you're not surrounded by it constantly like we are. Yeah. Uh, like, or you are as, as an adult, right? Like you could have that, that, that blissful ignorance yeah. to what it is when you're growing up. Yeah. And I, and like you were saying, like when you're with your friends, that's when you're figuring out who you are as a person. Yes. You're not, you're developing when you're at home, but it's when you're out with your friends, that's what's influencing you when you're growing up, what you like, what you don't like, what you wear, the music that you listen to. All that comes from growing up, 
being at school, being with your friends, making new friends. Right. Um, and I like that this movie really embraced that a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know? What I also really dug with this film is the animation style. I think, you know, Pixar is always known to just really flaunt how good their animation looks. And what I liked about this one was they chose a unique art style where it looked a bit more traditional animation while still focusing on the nitty-gritty details. Like you look at um, May's cap that she's wearing, you can see the fibers yeah. of that cap popping out. Pictures on a flight uh, you know? afraid to flex when they no. when they want to. There's some like the food scenes. The food scene, yeah. yeah or or May on the on a car ride home in the movie, you just see like the reflections in the window. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful uh, shots. So this, it, it's a great balance of an of an art style that's animated yet yeah. still tries to be as detailed as possible yeah. same with there's a lot of anime like just yeah lo- like shots that where we'll have like super like a super zoom in on may mm-hmm. uh like Sweating. being nervous and you seeing the beads of sweat like that's straight out of anime like the eyes yeah. that are like kind of glowing when they like when they see something that's cute like it's really cool like yeah. it's really cool seeing like these these other like forms of animation all incorporated incorporated and that literally just goes to show just the end how the animation was and just the diversity in the film like this this film is just such like a a pod of like everything yeah you know what i mean and, like, and i think that's what it does so well and it's hilarious i laughed a lot yeah. i had a really good time laughing i think abby was one of my favorite characters she's so aggressive with her like sharp pin down eyebrows yeah. she's always it's so cute. And, like she's yeah. like yelling and it was just it was, it really made me laugh and again yeah seeing the sky dome like you mentioned anthony just all of that really felt good it just i felt i felt seen while watching the film even though i can't relate to the more feminine aspects of the story Again, we all have women in our lives, so we can we've heard their stories. We, we can we can put those stories right onto the screen. Yeah, and again, like I think this is also one of the most mature yeah. Pixar films in that sense too, because it very much is a coming of age story. You're dealing with things like you know, like as silly as it sounds, like like we're seeing pads in this movie, and it's like mm-hmm. you've never we've never seen that in a Pixar movie before. No. You know what I mean? Like we have a character who. Uh, with may where she kind of gets turned on and she's kind of like having a moment where she just turns into the panda there right and it's like as an adult you're looking like oh wow like you you know what the implications are there um but as a kid you're 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 seeing that and you could relate to it in different ways and it's just it's just funny how uh th- that that scene in the in the film which i which i love so much where her mom kind of just finds her drawings and immediately goes, we have to go to the Daisy Mart and <laughs> confront Devin and see what, like, it's just like, there's just, there's those, those moments that like, again, that fear of like, of me, either something that I did and then the blame goes to somebody else and that fear that you have. And yeah, parents, parents and growing up, like it's definitely related to a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of like the parents not knowingly embarrassing you but just like that fear of like that embarrassment of like were oh you, what your parents were are doing. you drawing i wasn't women? drawing no i wasn't trying <laughs> but like how you under your sicko sicko no but like sicko? as like as a kid like when you're discovering things and fit like and like again us growing up in the 2000s i'm like hey what's this internet all about there's stuff on the internet you could see on the internet you need to, uh, but but you know what i mean like there's yeah, I there's that there and i and i, I love that the, the choice for this movie too taking place in 2002 um i thought that was really cool like it, it could have so easily been a movie that take took place today but it also would have been a very different story i think because there's so many different elements that affect kids growing up right now so i think what we related to it so much more too um is the fact that like you know i was like around the same age as may mm-hmm. when when this was happening right or yeah. close to the age yeah. or i had a sister that age when when this is going on right so yeah. just cool it's just really cool seeing that yeah, yeah. No, I think um, she, Domi did such a great job of 
capturing all that. It's almost like a uh, what do they call them? A biography? No, those things that you put in the ground and then you open a it seed? up. Oh, like, a seed? Oh, time capsule. Time capsule. Oh, it's such a good job of like <laughs> yes. time capsuling yes. those things. Uh, you got Tamagotchis in there. Yeah. You got like the boy band. Yeah, part. the boy bands. Yeah, you get the the purple. Uh, it's not a Raptors jersey per se, but like the it's a purple jersey that mm-hmm. basketball jersey the, mm-hmm. the kids wearing. And just the music. And yeah. Braces like braces. Yeah, I don't see a lot of kids with braces anymore, but you know it's uh what i'm also not looking at a lot of yeah. kids i don't there's not a lot of kids of that age around but me you know braces point. was was a huge part of like the 90s and 2000s yeah, yeah like, for sure now they were invisible you don't even did see you them. have braces That's true. i had braces yeah, yeah. you yeah, didn't I have braces. braces i didn't have braces i no. had braces yeah yeah so it's like little things like that that capture that in a time capsule and then yeah. you reopen it and you're just like oh yeah. oh are these braces <laughs> but let's let's talk about the panda part the panda the panda parts the panda parts cp how you? What did you think of like the panda itself? The panda was cool. I mean, like it, it's cool that like it just looked very like ag- aggressive, but like it was just so like cute and like cuddly, and they yeah. all just wanted like to, to very hug like, like it reminded me a lot of uh, Sully from Monsters Inc. Yeah, like, all definitely. the hairs would just yeah. move kind of in the wind. They're definitely and... using that that Sully technology. The Sully technology. The water news jumping yeah. <laughs> what about yourself um yeah i thought like it's not just her size of a panda it's like a giant panda it's a big panda it's a hard to hide as a giant panda yeah but i'm also surprised of how cool everybody was with yeah you know i mean maybe but maybe that's just like the the kids would just be like that's awesome. Sure. She was, That's awesome. She was jumping from building the building. Look like the tumbler. You know when the yeah. tumbler was jumping from building the building? <laughs> and Batman begins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like rooftop to rooftop. Yeah. The rooftops. That's 100%. how when she's escaping and just realizing what she's turned into. And her yeah. mother is like chasing her on the city streets. Yeah. You guys don't remember Pandapocalypse in uh, 2002? I, I must have missed it. Yeah. yeah. No, the panda looked cool. And it, it, it's so funny that like whenever, you know, she transformed this like pink smoke would come out. And sometimes when you look at something on screen, you're like, I wonder what that smells like. like I was wondering what it smelled like. Like too, it yeah. just smells like a, per, like I imagine like the department store perfumes, like, yeah. like going to the, the bay. bay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just kind of walking through and you get a whiff of that. I feel like when Domi was creating this, you know, having lived here, like that was such a common thing. You yeah. walk around the malls, you'd walk into the bay and then. Poof, like yeah. a, a pink cloud of like smell. Hold my breath walking through them. Oh my so, god, yeah. yeah. One thing that we, we learned about watching the press conference yeah, let's, let's was talk about uh, it. Domi said that she she couldn't come to Toronto and like like review the city after because of COVID and all that. And she really connected with a lot of people inside the city multiculturally, like uh, connecting with, um, we'll say Chinatown and the people that live there and just getting their input on the design which yeah. i think makes it more authentic mm-hmm. uh and getting getting that done right yeah rather than just like let's look at pictures on google you know and going on google maps and like trying to recreate it that way so that was pretty cool like i, I was surprised she didn't come over i guess during that time it was yeah. she had enough in the memory you know yeah but yeah like it's always amazing to like get people who are involved in the community to have their input and i think that just again connects to like how we like to see toronto yeah because that's toronto it's very like it's it's, that's our city it's very multicultural and even the producer was like oh my god i didn't even know so much like again they're coming from a world like la like that's all they focus on but the producer is like realizing how big of toronto is and how many people like root for it yeah Yeah. and what it really stands for it just you know 
it's amazing to you see. see it in the movie you see like you know a woman in a hijab walking around a man in a turban like that is not something you see in animated films or even just movies today yeah yeah it, it just felt it yeah. just felt like we see it and it feels natural to us but we also recognize like oh my gosh like we don't like see like this is something these are things that we see every day like this is not nor this is not abnormal to us but when you see it in animated form you're like that's so cool that they yeah. they did that or it seemed like the money the loonies and the toonies like seeing the tim like the timbits yeah. on the on the on the table it's like damn like that's did, like accessibility needs kids in there as well just to like, yeah. show representation it just it just felt like i'm like this is what it looked like when i went to school like seeing um may in school like turning red feels exactly like what it was like when I went to school. Mm-hmm. This yeah. felt like this is an accurate classroom to what it looked like when I was in school. And I, and I really appreciated that yeah. it did that. Amazing. Is there anything else you folks want to touch on about turning red before we jump to our final? Do you think there'll be a sequel? Turning blue? Turning redder? Or with the, the turning has a two at the front of it. Oh, so it's tur- just, this is turning tu- red, turning. but it's a turning red. Turning, <laughs> turning red. Turning red. Why are we Kermit the Frog now? <laughs> turning say, yeah. green. It's, it's turning green. Turning green. Damn. What do you think? Uh, I think so. I think. I think they set up for a sequel. Which they is nice. do set up for a sequel. I would maybe want to see an eight, like a year jump, a couple yeah. of years. Maybe she's in high school. Oh, okay. Because yeah. she's what grade seven, grade eight. She was thirteen, so that's grade seven. Yeah, yeah, and no, obviously grade thirteen is grade no seven, eight, seven, eight. Grade yeah, se- yeah seven, seven or eight, eight, and then you turn fourteen in grade eight or whatever. Unless you skipped a year too. I mean, Unless there's gonna be so two. many. It's true. Layers. Yeah, and again, not to spoil the ending of this movie. So like, we won't spoil the no end. one yeah. dies. No, like, no yeah. one dies. No, no. But no. just in terms of like. Like what happens with the panda and stuff like that, right? But oh, like, right, there's yeah. definitely places that they can there's go to. Can go. Yeah, um, in the sequel, high that I would love would be a a good high school would be really cool. And then the last, if they do a third, college years, <laughs> by turning red the college year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird R. It's just too sexy yeah. for Disney. Plus. Damn, but but it's interesting because like when you think about that and you go to a sequel, yeah, like if there is a time jump, then you're also getting into the the beginnings of the internet, like mm. in terms of social media. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of interesting places they could take it if a they want to go that places. way. Or they could leave it as a one-off and it'd be amazing that Still way Still amazing too. I'm excited for whatever Domi does next though. 100%. Well, let's jump into our final recommendations. Let's start off with Anthony. I would say watch it. If you're a Disney Plus subscriber, this is a definite watch. I think great for the kids and parents alike. Um, if you're like a single dude, I don't know if that's something mm-hmm. that you would enjoy, but you know, watch it. Maybe add to your queue then. Add it to your queue. But other than that, I think it's really geared for young kids. And yeah. that's what the story is about. And I think, you know, if you are a parent, and I know a lot of people at my age are parents, they're going to oh, yeah. find relatable things. And kids are going to ask you questions like, Dad, did you really grow, you know, was that really called the Sky Dome? Or what was <laughs> yeah. that? Why does a Roger Center say yeah. Sky Dome? And, oh, and little things like that. And and I also think if you if you like food, this is a great, there's a sequence in there that really makes great you food. hungry. Yeah, great food sequence. Yeah. Daniel, what about yourself? Uh, you know, I thought this movie was delightful. I, I, I absolutely loved it from beginning to end. And, you know, it was such a celebration of culture and the early 2000s and Toronto. And it was just cool seeing all of that. And, um, yeah, I think Domi did just a phenomenal job with this movie. And, and like you said, Shay, I'm just so excited to see what she does next mm-hmm. because I think she's such a talented director working right now. We saw that in Bao. We saw that in this film. And it would be cool if her next film, whether it is a sequel to this film or not, you know, make it take place in Toronto. 
I I would love let's for, uh, let's make it expand film. to the GTA a little bit. You know, we'll say hi to Brampton. We'll say hi to Mississauga. You know, we'll say say hi to Etobicoke. We'll see what else is out there. Yeah. Um. But you know, I love this movie. I, I honestly do think this is one of Pixar's best films, and uh, it's a definite watch it for me. Thank you. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you guys. You know, I think this is also a watch it. This is a movie that. I'm so happy that it's going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, we didn't we didn't really talk about that too because, much. Because you know what? As much as I'd I'd love for this movie to be in theaters, and I think a lot of me was like, ah, oh, man, I really want to see this in theaters. What I know that this movie is going to have an effect on, though, is it'll be talked about everywhere. It'll it will have be. the same effect that Encanto had, where it was in theaters and no one talked about it, and then as soon as it hit Disney Plus, it became so popular. And we're seeing that right now with West Side Story. Like I, all I've been Story seeing is West well. Side Stories everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. You, you put a movie that's available to more people, you're going to have more of a conversation about it. Definitely, this movie really celebrates the multiculturalism of Toronto, and I think that's one of my favorite parts about this movie too. And I think this is a definite watch it well that was our review of turning red turning red turning Turning that's a sequel though that's a a sequel (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thank you so much for listening of course we have a new episode out every monday except for this monday is again a review episode but we'll have review episodes also dropping throughout the week also follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterboxd and check out our show notes for all those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next